Hey guys, thank you for coming to listen to my, I guess, podcast, we can call it. Um, My voice is a little hoarse, so bear with me today, as I kind of just going to talk about what's on my mind. As you guys know, um, I work at a Christian daycare, so there's been a lot on my mind with what I see going on and what I've experienced. I guess the main thing I want to talk about today is is why why do we fear God? And there's going to be many instances of what, what I mean. The first thing is, you know, with everything I've been in through in my life and the struggles that I've come to face and have succeeded in, um, I wonder why is it in certain instances that I may turn away? And I'm not saying that, you know, I do this quite often, but I found myself in a position this week where I should have said something and spoken up, but instead I stayed quiet. And I think, you know, I know that God is preparing me for something great, but I want to I want to tell you guys about this instant. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I was having a terrible time at work trying to get to know people as it was hard to speak to people. They assumed that I was being, I was, you know, a judgmental Christian because I I am Christian. And a lot of the women there are having a hard time accepting the new changes. And I made friends with some of them by telling them my story, by letting them know, hey, I've been, you know, where you've been before. I've done things and I've said things and I've hurt a lot of people in my life and I've been hurt by a lot of people in my life and you know we we became we're going to say acquaintances because I've learned through counseling there has to be boundaries like I said my voice is a little hoarse so I'm sorry if I keep coughing but you know We became close and we started hanging out after work. One lady takes me home. You know, we kind of spend time together. And these girls, you know, they're great girls. But um, they were going through a time where they're just upset about all the changes. They don't want to speak loud that they are Christian. And that got me to thinking, why are we at that stage where we don't want to speak loud that we are Christian and they had told me that it's because they have been judged and they're at a different stage in their life and I just wanted to pick their brains a little bit and, and speak you know well and say well you know I'm a Christian but I don't judge you but here's the thing where I messed up guys I should have spoke more about the goodness of God instead of the goodness of of the Christian people. You know why I think that is because if I would have explained better how great God is, I think it would have helped a lot better. But my thing is, is why do we turn away sometimes in situations where we don't speak up, where we kind of stay silent and let people vent, instead of saying, wait, hold on, here is why God is so good, why God is so glorious, why God is so 
you know, God. And I kind of realized today that there's some things, sometimes where you just are silent when the best thing I could have done in that situation was actually bring out the word of God and say, looky here, look here, guys. I know that you feel like you've been judged in the past by, you know, Christians and Oh, the word judged is wrong. Condemned is the right word. I, I don't know why I say judged. I think it's a generation thing. We say judged instead of condemned. And that is such a, that's a wrong wording. Because it actually says we are to judge our fellow Christians. We are not to condemn them. My mom taught me that. And uh, I keep saying the wrong wording. So forgive me if I say judged, I mean condemned. But, you know, I should have pulled out the word and said, here, guys, look here. Here's the word of God. You know, here is this Bible. The words that God has here for us to read, to help each other, to know him. Many things. There's reasons why this is created, why this is here for us. You know, here's the word. Instead, I got myself in kind of a loop where... I was there and I was listening to their problems and I was like, well, I understand. I don't judge you or condemn you or, you know, I've been through this. I've been through that. I've been through this. When I don't think at that time God called me to speak. Not, not that way. I think he called me to speak his word. So my main thing is why do we run away? I know in my life, when I when I'm coming to know God more and more each day, I have been afraid of the unknown. I'm a type of person where I have to know everything. I'm very nosy. I can't even be surprised when my husband comes home and he's like, "I have a surprise," or when he's at work and he's like, "I have a surprise for you," you know. But you have to wait till you come home. I end up bugging him the whole day until he tells me, because I just cannot n- not know. Same thing with movies. I have to know how a movie ends. If I'm really into a movie and, um, you know, something's going on, I get anxiety. I'm like, I have to know. I have to know. I have to know. I am afraid of the unknown. But then I try to remember that there is just things that God does not need me to know right now. You know? God does not need me to know certain things because his plan is in the workings. I felt that way with my job. I, uh, for the longest time, I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do in my life? Because, not because I had no motivation to do anything, because there were so many things I wanted to do. I just didn't know what to do. I was good at makeup. I was good at art. I was good at you know, writing, um, I've, I've been in different careers from apartment leasing, technology, dispatch and customer service. I did so many things that I felt like a failure at 25 because I kept jumping everywhere. And then to mind you, you know, with my mental health, I was trying to go through counseling and do the right thing and learn, learn more steps, how I can be a better woman and a better a wife so I was at a place where I was like why am I not where I should be and I've learned we have to take the shoulds out of things because should is not a, a great word to say for one 
because it doesn't matter how old you are everyone gets to a certain place in their life at this at different times so I had to stop saying should but then I just had to kind of go and let God and I prayed about it and I I was just like okay whatever your will is will it be done and I was I was getting a little annoyed with myself because I was like I really want this Christmas to be amazing for my husband every year you know we have a bad Christmas and I just want him to have a great time and then I got the call about working at a Christian daycare after school program I was like well that would be great but I don't think I'm gonna get this job I I did not think I was gonna get this job at all I uh I went to three interviews each time they were like we really like you you know we want to hire you you have to go to the next interview the next interview and the next and I was like I'm not gonna get this job I'm not gonna get this job I don't have any experience with children besides my children's ministry and babysitting when I was younger I have no experience with kids I don't know you know I don't I didn't know a lot like CPR I didn't have my fingerprint clearance card I never went to college for it nothing so I was like I'm not gonna get this job and then they hired me and I was like okay well let's see how this goes I started and I loved the kids and it's hard because you know you you have to learn how to be strict with them but you just love them at the same time and it's amazing they every day they grow so much you know from last week to this week they're just completely different people or different kids you know so I have had I've had love, you know, to thank God that I got this amazing career opportunity to do his work. But why is it that when I've called to do his work at this Christian, you know, daycare center, why I haven't actually done his work? And it got me thinking, you know, like I said in the beginning, why do we turn away sometimes? When we know what we're supposed to do, <clears throat> what we're called to do, what in that time, it's it's jumping out of our mouths basically to say what we need to say. But sometimes we, we go inside our shell. Like, are we afraid of what other people are going to think instead of, instead of being afraid of what God's going to think? Like, are we afraid to say something stupid? Are we afraid that we don't know enough? what is it and I've kind of just thought we should just say it you know we should say exactly what is on our mind because God has placed it there for a specific reason if if you're afraid to speak about God you know God has definitely definitely is going to help you with how you should say things I have always been afraid to kind of just say what I think about God um not because I'm embarrassed at all. I'm, I'm not embarrassed of God. I love God. Because I'm afraid that I don't know enough. And that is why I try to get into the Word more. Because what what are you going to do if you don't know enough? You read and you study, right? Just the same thing as school. If you don't know anything for a test, you go and you quiz yourself. And you take, take a little practice test and you get into studying. 
it's the same thing with God. To know someone, you have to to know about them. You have to read about them. You have to, just like his word, you have to read about it. You have to pray to him. You can't, you not just read the Bible. Pray to him. Have a relationship with him. And, you know, honor him and love him. My mom once told me, um, how are you going to love God if you don't know anything about him? And I, and I thought to myself, well, I, it's just that feeling that you have that you love God and you're thankful for what he's done for you in your life. But the thing is, is that that's only a certain amount of love I had. But if I continue to get into the word and continue to know more about him, that love is so much more than what I know. And so I encourage you guys to to read more about God's love and to pray more to God. I used to think that God didn't answer my prayers because there's this one specific prayer that I've been asking for and it's to have a family of my own, you know, kids. I've been married for six years and we have not been blessed yet to have a kid and that kills me every every month it hurts uh, a different type of hurt every month and some people will say you know you're not ready the time will come blah 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 you know and you get it but it doesn't change the fact that it hurts when you love someone as much as you do as your spouse and all you could think is what it would be how amazing it would be to not only see them as a parent, but to see a part of them and a part of you and a little bundle of joy that you get to raise. And you and you find that love and you, you hope for it every month and it kind of, it's, it's um, sad every month when it doesn't happen. And I have, I've had the hardest time accepting that everything comes to those who wait, basically. God has a plan for me, and that plan may not be having a biological child. It may be to adopt or to foster a kid in need. And <clears throat> excuse me, I have had a, I've had trouble with that, but I've had to kind of accept that God knows me better than I know myself, and that He will bless me when the time is right. And it's my own selfishness that wants to get in the way of that and say, no, we're going to do it my way. And sometimes our selfishness gets in the way of our blessings from God. You know, God knows everything. He knows things that you're going to do before you even do it. But why do we have to act so selfish sometimes? Why can't we just let our blessings be? And so I just think... This week, guys, we should try two things. If we are called to speak, you know, speak it. And don't be afraid to to speak the word of God. Even if you think you're going to sound, you, you don't say it properly. God will form the words. With the Holy Spirit, he will form the words right out of you. And you will say exactly what he needs you to say. And that's the thing about God is that he helps you with that. And two, you know, if something is happening in your life or you're wanting it to happen in your life and it has not come yet, 
let's be thankful because there is a reason why God has withheld this from you right now. And I try to think that every day is that there is a reason why God has withheld things. And I think right now I've been placed at a position with my job to kind of get better in my love for God, get better with my relationship with God. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I, I am a baby Christian is what I, I call myself. I'm a beginner, but I never take the time. I always feel like I get too busy. And that's such a selfish excuse is you get too busy in life. I hate that excuse. It's, it's like when someone tells you, oh, I'm too busy. And it's like, well, you're not too busy to, you know, do this or that. But that's true. I'm not too busy to have a relationship with God. God has placed me on this earth for him, you know, to worship him, to love him, to lead other people to love him, you know, to accept him. And I get home from dealing with kids all day and I am tired and I cook dinner and then what do I do? I watch TV. So why not in that time of watching TV do I spend time with God? You know, it's the same thing if if maybe I'm speaking about you. And and that's not to condemn anyone either. That's just a statement of if I can watch TV when I'm at home, then I can be with God. Even if it's you know, you start off with 30 minutes a day that 30 minutes turns into an hour turns into three hours turns into you don't even think about it anymore you just open your bible and you're like okay god let's go let's 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 see you know something new in first corinthians or john or daniel or you know let's learn something and it's always for me i i've had a hard time because the bible always confused me the names were so much for me I didn't understand but I've had to find a bible that works for me my mom had given me a study bible uh, a devotional bible um I don't remember when she actually gave this to me I think it was for my birthday this year I'm pretty sure it was for my birthday um she gave me this devotional bible and I gotta tell you there's notes in here And it's the first Bible I ever had notes in, you know, because I actually understand it. I actually get it when it breaks it down. And at first I wasn't reading the little side notes. I was like, no, those aren't important. And that's that's pretty dumb, right? You're reading a Bible and you're thinking, that's not important. (laughs) But it was important because it broke it down of how exactly what was going on, you know, what I missed that I needed to reread. And so I love this devotional Bible, but at the same time, you need you need another Bible. You need the actual Bible so that you can look at the two. And so I found this Bible that works for me. And yeah, so the main thing that I I was going on about is just how this week when, when I was supposed to speak, I didn't speak. And that kind of, that crushed me for days, for days, because I knew, you know, when you, you kind of, you do something bad at home. And your parents, you know, know, and you, you know, that they know, but you don't say anything. 
You kind of just pretend that you didn't do it. If it was felt like that, but much worse, it felt like, oh my goodness, I have disappointed God and he knows and I don't know what to say. What should I do? And you know, you just get that overwhelming sense of guilt. Like, okay. And you know what I did? I prayed. I said, Lord, I am sorry. Put, please put me in another position to, to speak your words, you know, to say how, how amazing you are and not to get caught up in the drama that was happening. It was just, it was just drama that was happening. It was basically, you know, bash, these people upset that, you know, the whole place is turning Christian and that, you know, me and this, these other girls were hired as the Christian speakers. And instead of me speaking up, I kind of just said, well, you know, me as a Christian, I'm not, I don't condemn and I've been through this and I've been through that, but I should have just been like, well, here's why God is good, you know, why God will help those people who maybe have condemned you in the past, you know, or just saying we are not all like that. Let me show you what God says that we're supposed to do, you know, and being that different example of what what we are supposed to stand for. And, you know, I, I guess I got in my feelings a little bit because I understood where that, what that was like. I understood what it felt like to be, you know, um, hurt by, by the church and hurt by people in the church. And I do have a loving church now. I love everyone at my church and I, I miss them because I don't get to see them all the time. Um, it's been hard for us to get around and at the same time it's kind of a blessing because right now the road is crazy every driver is ew, that's a whole another podcast but it took me a while even going to this church I didn't want to go my parents hadn't invited me to go and I didn't want to go um I told them I would go but I was talking to my husband. I said, I don't want to go. And it wasn't because I didn't want to worship God. It was because I'd been hurt from the church before. And I didn't want to to do that all over again. I didn't want to get close with people and it to be a bad experience. I feel like in my life, um, once I get hurt, I kind of put a wall up. A very big wall and it takes me a while to get it down and and then when I do get it down I get very attached easily so my mom and my dad used to tell me that I wore my heart on my sleeve and little pieces of me got chipped away each time by a person till I built this humongous wall um, and it took so long to even get it halfway down. And I'm only about halfway. But it wasn't the church's fault. It wasn't God's fault. It wasn't it wasn't God's fault at all. You know, it was people who weren't didn't understand what truly the what we were supposed to do as as people of Christ, you know. And that's okay. That's okay to to move on from that, you know, because we shouldn't hold the next church 
um, hostage for thinking for the pain that you had in the previous church. Just because you've been burned does not mean you shouldn't try again. Because God is amazing and that's who we're going to worship. We're not going to worship the people at the church. We're going, and we're not going to socialize with the people at the church. It may, it's great to have fellowship. It is great. I love fellowship. But that's not the point right now. It's to go worship God and then have the fellowship. That's the main focus is when you go to churches to worship God. So I now, if I am called to a different church, go with an open heart because one, this church has definitely changed my mind with the people that I've been around. They are amazing people. And two, I had to learn that it was I wasn't going there for the people. I was going there to worship God, you know, and that's something I had to learn. Some people think that the fellowship is the main thing. And for me, that's not it. My main thing is to go worship God and fellowship comes second to me. Because you don't want to be at a church where you're, you're um, uncomfortable. That's the thing. You never want to be at a church where you're uncomfortable. So I'm not saying the only thing you should do is worship God there. I definitely believe in fellowship. But I'm saying if your main goal to go to a church is to just hang out and talk to people and socialize, that's, that's not the goal that you should be doing. The goal is to go worship God. And second, I believe, fellowship. So, yeah, that's... That's what I mean. I'm sorry if that got confusing. <laughs> but basically, I just wanted to talk about that week and how how I just should have done what I was called to do. So if you hear God speaking to you, saying, you, you need to say this, <laughs> it is best to listen to God and say exactly what he's needing for you to say. And I, and that's why I felt that guilt. is because I knew, mm, girl, you just sat there. So, I'm going to leave you with this. Be strong and courageous in faithfulness to the Lord. That's going to be Joshua 1, 7 through 8. Be strong and courageous in faithfulness to the Lord. Be obedient to the Lord. I know it's hard sometimes to be obedient in life. As we are sinners, we sin. But we can stand firm in God and we can try our hardest. Even if we are not perfect, because we will never be perfect. There is no perfect person on this earth. The only person that walked on this earth that was perfect was Jesus. And also, I forgot to mention this when I we talked about fear of speaking up or fear, not of the Lord, but of, of just speaking up for the Lord. Who is this person who fears the Lord? He will show him the way. 
he should choose. He will live a good life, and his descendants will inherit the land. The secret counsel of the Lord is those who fear him. So, basically, what I want to say is don't fear speaking up for the Lord. That's what I want to say. Don't fear speaking up for the Lord. Because like I said, God will place exactly what you are supposed to say in your mouth and you will say it. Don't hold back on rejoicing or or just loving or showing your love for God. Don't be afraid of what people are going to think because people on this earth are so... Um, what's it called? <laughs> I'm so tired. I can't even think of the word. They're so, they're not here for long. People aren't here for long in your life. People come in and out of your life. You know, there's phases of people. I always say that there's phases of people. I, I'm not friends with people who I was two years ago. Um, some friends I do have from two years ago, but there, there's different phases, phases of people in your life. So, which also makes my point of why you have to speak up because those people that are here for a phase you can change their world and show them to god and then they'll go on to their next phase and show the next person god and show the next person god and it will continue a cycle of showing people who 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 seek god god so don't fear speaking up for the Lord. Don't fear being at church, trying a new church because you've been burned before. Stop with the fear in your heart. Pray about the fear in your heart and ask God to relieve that fear from your heart because God will. God will lift the burdens off of you as he promises. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm sorry if uh, it was a little jumbled up. I've been uh, I've been having sickness from working at the daycare. Um, I've gotten every child's sickness that likes to run their fingers through my hair or touch my face or whatever. I've gotten all the sickness. But yeah, I thank you guys for listening. The next podcast will... We'll talk about something something more. We'll see what everyone wants to hear. This is my first recording. And just let me know what you think. Alright. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.